Bada bing, bada boom, it's another episode of Full Metal Analysts. Welcome to our show where three writers analyze each and every episode of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I'm Michelle. I'm Arthur. And I'm Mike. Today we have a bonus episode for all of you. We've recently finished the second season of Brotherhood, and as always, we have compiled the best moments of the past 12-ish episodes just for you. But before we get to those clips, there's one thing we have to do. We always start each podcast with an improvised 21-second recap of the episode we're talking about. And today is no different. Except this time, it's a tag team recap. Our mission? To recap everything that's happened in the past 12 episodes. The catch? Each of us only has 21 seconds for a total of 63 seconds. The order of the recap would be decided by the roll of a four-sided dice. If it lands on one, it'll be me. If it lands on two, it'll be Arthur. If it lands on three, it'll be Mike. Let's roll the dice. So the first one will be me, the second one will be Mike, and closing it out will be Arthur. We are going from Greet's death in episode 14 to the end of episode 26. I don't re- Okay, let's try. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. So the Erics meet these people from Shing, including a guy named Ling, and then they all- Maria Ross has been framed for the murder of uh, Hughes, but Roy knows that it's all a lie, so he uses the, the framing to try and draw out the homunculi, and it all culminates with him killing Lust, one of the homunculi, and the homunculi are like, oh my god, what are we gonna do from now on? And then after Ahava gets injured- <laughs> Ah, shit. <laughs> all right. All right. Time for Mike. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so Lust is dead, and then Ed and Al. Uh. Uh. uh <laughs> oh my god. I don't remember. I literally have no- nothing is coming. Ding. <laughs> Arthur, you're the last one. Oh my god. Let me cut you down. From Lust death to the end. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so Lust dies, and then they make like a counter plan, and then they all fight the homunculi and draw them out, and bear the choppers, part of the plan, and then they kidnap Gluttony, and they bring him to a house, and then Gluttony's stomach opens real wide, and they all fall in, a few of them fall in, and then they come back out, and they're in Central, and Father's there, and Ling turns into Greed. You got it. Cool. Nice. <laughs> Man, I don't know why nothing came to me. Like, I was just like, shh, the sound of the ocean just poured into my head. <laughs> Too much pressure. Something. Well, that was our recap, or an attempt at a recap, which means it's time for us to get into the clips. We're going to be skipping from episode to episode. Every time you hear this sound, Full Metal Alchemist. That means we've changed to a new episode. Huh, that transition sounds a little familiar. I listened to all of them if. I were you guys. Enjoy. Because this episode starts off with Scar fighting the Monopoly guy. Yes, yeah. I'm so glad you said that. I was like, I, I was going to say that. I also wrote it down. I also <laughs> wrote it down. I was like, he fights the Monopoly guy. Me too. Because it's that clear. It's that clear. He him. kills him really hard. Here's Scar, and Scar looks like this very serious, very like, like, oh, yeah, I'm a serious character. And he's fighting off against this, <laughs> this cartoon version of the Monopoly man. <laughs> he He's the Comanche Silver Alchemist or something like that. And I really blew my Topham Hat reference a little early. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a you couple really episodes did. ago, you referenced Topham Hat from Thomas and Friends, but clearly this is Topham if Hat. Only I, if only I'd know. So that poor guy appears in the show literally just so he can die. His character design is 
anything if not disposable. <laughs> oh right. Like I spin. I... My move is I spin. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> <laughs> On my leg. And he has a peg leg. He has a peg leg. Little known fact: so does the Monopoly guy. What? What? No, no, no doesn't. <laughs> this is one of those. This is no, one of those. I'm looking at the box, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> For a second there, I swear, I thought you were real, and I was like, wait a second, and I almost opened up Monopoly, man. He was Just a rich. The... Yeah, it's a Mandela effect thing, you know. Right, <laughs> you liar. Let's get to the meat of the episode, which is the introduction of the character of Ling Yao. He is the Prince of Xing, and I just realized that Xing Ling, that's uh creative. That's like my name being Mazil. Mazil. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like in sci-fi how aliens will come from a planet that has their name. Like the Vulcans are from Vulcan or whatever. It's funny because that's not based on Earth at all. Like we didn't name Earth Humania. <laughs> <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. Because I figured it out already. I figured it out already earlier today when I rewatched the episode. It was like, oh, Xerxes. Who's that again? He's like a Persian emperor guy, right? So I like type the word Xerxes, right, in Google. Maybe you're familiar. Xerxes the Great comes up of some, some a dynasty I can't pronounce in, in Persia. And I'm like, okay, that's really cool. It's really interesting. And then his wife is named Amestris. And I'm like, okay, I should stop looking at this right now. But because I've already figured everything out. Xerxes is a place in the desert. That that's it. Okay, actually I haven't figured anything out. But <laughs> <laughs> Again, like the Naruto thing of well they're teens, so you know, it's like teen sticks and, and it's all happening within the teen world where the teens are, are the heroes. So I think the reason why that happens a lot is because them being kids is part of their place in the world. Them being kids is part of their story. It's how the world sees them. And at times it's how they don't want to be seen or how they want to be seen. There's that scene where Hawkeye explicitly goes like, now you want to treat them like kids? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. okay, but treating them like adults this whole time. And now you want to tell them that he just went up to the hugest farm in the sky. It's, yeah, that's like, with... <laughs> is he with grandma and my goldfish? <laughs> he went to a farm with lots of other hues. <laughs> where they can all roam around and play together. I saw it as a weakness. I saw it as this guy is not pure material. He's going to fuck it up. That's what I saw. <laughs> By the way, uh, I, I assume that you, you all had a whole discussion about the fact that he's called the Fuhrer because it's, yes, it's pretty oh, funny. It's we, pretty we got on that pretty me. fast. Okay, yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> funny to me. Uh, also, the, the term not Fuhrer material is. is yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe let me rephrase. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. I've been in the military. It sucks ass. It is boring. It is generally not quite as exciting as uh, whatever Edward's doing. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how smart or how talented you are. You end up like, you know, mucking out toilets and, and doing just grunt work, basically. You're absolutely right. It does feel like he's sort of like this free agent, a freelance military. <laughs> and you're like, no, that's... That's not right. Doesn't quite ring true to your experience. <laughs> yeah, you know, to be fair, that's sort of uh, my experience with a lot of uh, stories that try to integrate that. I hear when you're a kid in the military, they just give you a huge budget and let you go find yourself. 
Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Right. I'm just imagining like some lowly like supply tech going like, okay, so uh, we're gonna file this uh, expenditure under oh, it checks a box, Campbellian Hero's Journey type. <laughs> oh. oh, I see you've itemized it as uh, the Herald. <laughs> <laughs> sir he's denying the call <laughs> <laughs> he's refusing the call sir we have a just problem keep asking him just keep calling him <laughs> in refusing the call soldier you are now a wall <laughs> you figure out at the end of the day those soldiers that take care of that they go let's get onto the fun and games <laughs> yeah no because this is not a Blake Snyder version. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, we're, we are inside baseball. <laughs> actually, I have a question. I don't think we can actually get an answer because this is a topic the show is absolutely not that interested on. Is a mistress a fascist nation? Yes. Yeah, but, totally. but we don't see I don't think we see enough. It is to make absolutely that a fascist. No, I don't think we make I, it. No, I don't think we see enough of the people to make that decision. I think the issue here is and, and it's I think it's the same issue that like Alan Moore talked about, like in Watchmen, where the individual actors in Watchmen are not fascists, but they operate in a fascist society which then causes them to act in, in a fascistic manner. Um, right. The issue here is that, you know, uh, as we know in the U.S., uh, where we're barreling that in that direction, for a lot of people, it's just sort of just another day. It's just sort of boring. You know, it, there's a lot going on, but it's never near you. And to be honest with you, you don't want exciting stuff going on near you either. I punch in, punch out. You know, my day has not been sort of changed other than that due to all this stuff that's going on but i don't have any doubt in my mind that we are currently you know sort of yeah teetering towards fascism and that's it's so boring and banal every day of my life seems very similar to the other they did an ethnic cleansing like a few years ago there is that i don't know Actually, i don't know, know how what? much more I, I, fascism you want i stand corrected it is uh they're ultra-nationalistic. They have wars going on to the north, west, and east. Forcible suppression of all internal opposition. Strong regimentation. They're like very much a military-based society controlled by one fascistic leader who is called the Fuhrer. <laughs> but, but do they want to go back to an earlier mythical time? When I, don't think, I don't think it matters. I think we can play the <laughs> Michelle is wrong theme. We can play it now. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. Yeah. Full Metal Alchemist. The whole reason this starts off is because these two randomish Valens were healed by two doctors. And Ed is yeah. like, clearly they have to be my friend's parents. There were no other two doctors in the entire war. Yeah. But it just feels to me like the writer was like, I got to give him a reason to care about Scar. It's like, you already have enough reason. He's trying to kill them. You don't yeah. need to come up with like, he killed Boonry's parents. It's like they're trying to make it a moral gray area. But I think a real strength of this show is that they make every death, like whether the person is good or bad, it every death feels really bad and so scar really the whole time feels like this really complex morally gray character he's, he's like magneto he's, yeah he's acting from real pain but it is like woof 
you're killing people by grabbing, like exploding their faces. So that's pretty rough. I've got a fix. If someone handed me this and they said, how, how do I make, like, I really want to relate the tension between Scar and Ed and Al into a, a more personal space that's not just so like idea driven. Like, how do I make it more character based, their hatred for each other? And I would say, oh, well, this is all so simple. See, Ed and Al's mom dies of working too hard in the closet. Just have oh, Scar cool. kill their mom. There, I saw the problem. Or maybe Scar made the closet so oh, messy that she way had better. to work herself <laughs> to death. made the closet so messy, then she might still be alive. Is it no longer PC to say homunculin? It's, it's, it's frowned on. <laughs> An artificial <laughs> homuncle. <laughs> An artificial uncle. <laughs> yeah, I'm very your homuncle. Impossible! You can't create an uncle out of nothing. Yes, and his opinions are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> He's awful at Thanksgiving. I'm the uncle who has magic tricks. <laughs> behind your ear. I'm the uncle your parents didn't tell you about until you were twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually related, but you can call me uncle. I was adopted. <laughs> I lived with your mom and dad for his summers. Full Metal Alchemist. I cauterized the wound closed, and I grew abs. <laughs> Transmutation circle into my hand. Jeff and I, or I was joking to Jeff earlier, uh, when you look at the, the transmutation circle on his hand, he like very cleanly cut it. So I was joking earlier that he's just like, I can just see him sitting there slowly cutting out that little <laughs> salamander, making sure it's perfect and being like, yes, that's cute enough. Good job. Cause it's like a really cute yeah, yeah, the salamander. Right. It's like the line's okay, but he like really, really went for that salamander. Like he screws up halfway through and has to start over. Gotta start again. again. Like, oh, sh- oh. <laughs> now all I can do is transmute bubble gum. <laughs> I do love the last thing she says is basically like, you're <laughs> just abs. <laughs> same though, lust. Same. That shot of when Roy comes in, it's like it, it's like just as well done and just as fan servicey as Lust's boobs are the entire episode. <laughs> that yeah, is perfect. True. We love equal opportunity fan service. Yep. Yeah. Same episode and everything. Same quality too. That's the thing. Yeah. They're they're very chiseled and yes, defined. They are. This is unrelated, but let's we should all pour one out for Barry the Chopper. Oh shit, you're sure. right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Goodbye, Barry. Barry went through a lot. Barry did go through a lot. He was a good boy. No, he wasn't. He was okay. You know what I mean. Like <laughs> his hobby is chopping up women. Literally, uh, one of the last thing he says I, is like, "I have been thinking about cutting you up." I know, but I mean, when he's like entertaining them by letting them watch him and stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? He's like he's like defiantly a good boy. It's funny. He's adorable. I think he's hilariously cute. Yeah, and he he went through a lot. Full Metal Alchemist. David, I have a question to ask you. Um, how do you act throwing up? You just think about those moments where you, um, <laughs> where you started to feel um, queasy or something, and then it's just oh. it's it's really oh. just sort of like a squinching of your cords, <laughs> and a lot yeah. of times you're like pushing your tongue out too to it just changes the chamber. That felt very liquid. Yeah, it felt very. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Did you watch the sub or the dub, David? Ah. 
What do you think I watched? Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you watched the dub. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely did. <laughs> I did. The dub is better because I. It, for me, it's also a way to study. That's that's how I can justify spending <laughs> sixty four episodes in like three days. <laughs> if you want to talk about performances, I mean, the performance of whoever's dubbing Honenheim in this episode is wonderful to say the least. So you did make the switch and you stuck with it, huh? Yes, I stuck with it. I'm still watching the dub. I'm a dub guy. I'm a dub guy. Duh. <laughs> Put the music in. <laughs> Interesting story before we really launch into it, though. Um, I was recording an anime last week. Sorry, I can't tell you what. And I was talking to the engineer, and his pal was the recording engineer for these. Oh. Yeah, for Al, the sort of metal like that you can hear mm-hmm. after he speaks, that's not a post effect. They took time, and they set up a metal bowl near the mic that would resonate so that they could get that effect. And I thought that that was so cool. That's um, awesome. It's sort of wow. like a throwback to practical creature effects, right? I love that low-tech stuff. That's so cool. Sometimes, you know, when you're listening to an anime, and I think this is a lot less common than it used to be. You know, it sort of sounds like it's all just too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the way that they did it, it's sort of just like, oh, I don't know. I think we should probably go outside and take care of this now. It's a different sort of skill, right? And like the the people who, you know, von Hohenheim, he, he does sit with a, a bigger instrument, right? Yeah. Anytime I'm trying to do something deep, it's always just a little silly. Um, Same. But... <laughs> <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. You and Magellan both said it well earlier before we were recording, sadly. It's like Mustang is basically Ross Geller, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of looks like him. Kind of looks like him. You know? <laughs> and Ross Geller cheated. I know that they were on a break, but he, che- he cheated. Oh, my God. <laughs> he cheated on Rachel. And we all just want to ignore going. that. <laughs> we just want to ignore that. Yeah, I, I the hate real- the toxicity of the Friends fandom who lo- yeah. loves it when Ross Geller burns uh, people to death with his cool fire, but doesn't just- acknowledge <laughs> that a break we is the war. But it was so we awesome. We were on a war. I was just following orders. <laughs> it was a war. It was a war. Oh, just closing my eyes, picturing David Schwimmer in the like these outfits. Oh, State Alchemist David Schwimmer. <laughs> Basically, the point is, is that just like Ross, he's complicated. It's true. Yeah, and, 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 no, 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 but you're absolutely right. Yeah, well, Yeah, this episode well. really kind of playing fast and loose with the animation. I think it has kind of the craziest chibi moment of the whole show so far. Oh, my God. I know this is my is, favorite yes. chibi moment of the series. I watched when this. When soul comes out of the body. Yeah, whereas Al's like stuffing Ed's soul back into his body. I got your body. soul, brother. Says, I got your soul, brother. It's, and the soul has a face. It's yeah. so good. It's right after Wendry <laughs> murders him with yeah. a wrench. With her yeah, big bloody the wrench. Foreground, you see the bloody wrench, right? <laughs> it's such an intense foreground versus what's in the background. This I did not predict. <laughs> Old Metal Alchemist. Yeah. What was this episode called again? Backs in the Distance. And it's not called Brothers in Arms. I mean, come on. I mean, but, but Backs in the Distance, you, you even get rule of three for that. You get Winry's parents' backs in the distance. You get Hugh's back in the distance. You get Ed's back in the distance. Lots of Backs in the Distance. Yeah. yeah. Winry talking about how Hugh's walking away reminded her of her parents walking away. You know, they all walked away the same way, that is, with their backs to her. 
<laughs> Which is how else would they walk away? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, they you know could what? do they the like of, they sort of did a jog backwards. Maybe they just like jumped really high. Man, the way Ed just cartwheeled away really reminded me of my mom. <laughs> she cartwheeled away back to the war. Let's talk about Scar's flashback. I think it's great. If you found earlier stuff in the episode to be too on the nose in its delivery, I feel like the flashback manages to bring in some themes that would be on the nose with regard to brothers and arms, our episode title, if they were not introduced so gracefully. The thematic resonance of that scene where Scar's brother is over the armless Scar and going like, anybody help us. It's this like dark echo of this of the right. scene where Ed realizes that Al is gone. Yeah. And he literally gives his arm away to save his younger brother's life. Two older brothers who have given up their arms to save their younger brothers due to alchemical mistakes. Yeah. The duality of having a left arm that can reconstruct and heal things and a right arm that can deconstruct and destroy things feels like such a elegant thematic tie-in to the close of the episode and which is in turn a book into miracle at rush valley about like winry as the left arm that can give life and oh ed having the right arm of destruction and he can never do what winry can do and Winry can't bring herself to do what he can do you're blowing my mind so good full metal alchemist but what about winry leaving town and having everybody yeah, yeah, be like yeah. oh winry <laughs> you sure do a good job <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I you love know. you, Winry. I love you too. <laughs> me too, Winry. Fix my arm. And don't forget about me, Winry. <laughs> and what about me? Winry, it's me. It's it's Josh from the bar. Anyway, please come hey, back. Hey, Winry. Don't forget about my weird leg. <laughs> hey, Winry. <laughs> and don't forget about my arm. Isn't this the town of automails? Why the hell do they all need the same person? It's like, right. how <laughs> bad is everyone else that Winry came in and now everyone in that entire town is like, we need Winry. We You're need our favorite, Winry. We love you. <laughs> we love you, Winry. <laughs> oh, you little Winry girl. I Yo, need a Winry, get out here. <laughs> we out here, Winry. What if there's someone else was like, I don't really care about Winry, and then you just hear him getting punched. <laughs> oh, oh, Shut the fuck up! Full Metal Alchemist. The fact that he's wrath is so cool because it's just like, it's so, he's so not angry all the time. It's such a smart decision because mm -hmm. you know he is angry. And that makes right. every moment that he's not angry just filled with this like, oh my God, I hope he doesn't kill anybody. <laughs> it's so tense. It's so <laughs> yes. tense because inside, you know, he's seething. To me, it like represents like nefarious state control. It's like America, right? It's like we smile and then bomb nations behind our back, and that's like that's maybe the nefarious representation of wrath, where it's like we are wrath. It's not. I mean, sure, yeah, but it's like I, I mean, it's it's just not overt. It's easy to make wrath like oh, I'm this like buff like angry guy or whatever. That's the difference between wrath and rage. He's not rage. He's not pure buff evil. He's calculated wrath which i think the most wrathful people are often the most duplicitous like that where they have a cool collected charming side it's not an obvious decision oh let's talk about the room where it happens you know <laughs> oh, yeah, um, the, room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the room where it happened is a little too hot for us <laughs> <laughs> everyone is actually aware that bradley is a homunculus and nobody fucking cared <laughs> so let's just not yeah, that was anyway. dark. 
it, it's a weird time to watch this particular episode. Yeah, no, right. I mean, yeah, when it turns terrible. out when you're like, hey guys, the leader it turns out is very very bad, and everyone's like, we know. <laughs> <laughs> we're with we him. We're, we help. We like him. We're actually. cool with that. <laughs> actually, we, we like we like that guy. Full Metal Alchemist. Xiao Mei is interesting in the sense that this show has so many just like achingly beautiful backstories, as you said. In screenwriting, we're always taught that if you possibly can, you should cut characters and combine characters. And this show is just like, fuck that. We're going to give you a cast of like 60 and we're going to make sure that you care about every single one. Yeah, and even the tiny panda. <laughs> I don't care about the panda. I care about the panda. Really? You're a monster? Mm, no, I'm you're not. just a monster I, it's then. It's the panda. No, but what That's do you like mean? That's like saying you don't First care about the cat. <laughs> what cat? Not a literal cat. And that has been panda talk. <laughs> no, no, no. We're still in panda talk. We're still in panda talk. We're still in this. We're still in this. <laughs> I, just, I tried to end it. You know, just let the record show. Full Metal Alchemist. Funny enough with the Fuhrer, then I remember... I, I actually figured something out. I rewatched the episode right before we did this recording. And this whole, my whole life, I've been going around thinking Bradley was a king, even though I knew he, he oh was a Fuhrer. Yes. <laughs> you know? We had this conversation last week. <laughs> oh, really? That's hilarious. I His just name figured is it out today. <laughs> Michelle was trying to tell us this last week, and we did not believe him for a while. But, but he's he's right. His name is King. They named him King. Yep, that's a cool backstory. When he when he's sword practicing with the the other guy, and uh, he stabs him through the shoulder, the staff member comes up to him and is like, "Don't worry. His only purpose was to help you achieve your goal." Is that is that like what? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry in advance for this, but Sadiq, is that like what your coach? I I, says I to knew you, you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, all jokes. All jokes aside, I have a certain sense of pride in um wanting to defend the people that I've beaten, you know? So I, I want to keep on winning because if I lose, now it's a disrespect to the person that I've already beaten before, you know? I want to show you, like, hey, you lost to me, but it's okay, it's me, you know? So, so, so oh, I feel better, it's... like, if I lost the best. <laughs> I bet you those chimeras are reject furors. Well, that oh, just makes. I was gonna ask that. Yeah, what happens to the people that doesn't become pure? Well, yeah, not only that, but like, what happens to the people who are after Bradley in that queue? Like, <laughs> what if like yeah, you can, you can <laughs> go he's home. number twelve? So <laughs> you can, can you can go home. The rest of you guys are free to go. <laughs> can I just be like? Can I be like just like a really hard ass postmaster general or something? No, no, <laughs> we can't. Sorry, sorry, we got number twelve. The fear becomes wrath, and you become slightly annoyed. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like they come out like they're at an audition. Like I'm sorry, the position's been filled. <laughs> Please uh, have a nice day. Darn, I got I was this close to being pure. You have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. With, with the odds of being number twelve, I'll probably be happy to be number thirteen. Oh yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I don't think you. Oh, yeah. I don't think you was gonna survive that one. You know. <laughs> I guess I have one last question, which is such a dumb question. If you had to fight one character from Full Metal Alchemist, oh, that's a great question. Which one would it be? <laughs> Am I trying to win? Yes. Yes, absolutely. you're trying to win. <laughs> All right. I, I'm going to fight um, Wanry's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a good answer. But I bet you she's tougher than she looks. Right. If, if I had to avoid one fight, 
I'll definitely avoid the Fuhrer. That, that's who I'll avoid out of everybody. Yeah, I'd agree. I don't think you want to be fighting the essence of pure wrath. What about, you know, what's his name? Armstrong. I feel like, you know, he's... Nah, you know, he might, you... Armstrong isn't even top two in his own family. But you, you'll <laughs> that's true. Yeah, as Mike will see. Full Metal Alchemist. And that's the end of our Best of Season 2 clip show. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FM Analysts. That's FM, the word analysts, on Twitter. Subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a review. We love to see those. We'd also like to take this moment to thank Sarah Lerner for managing our Tumblr. If you want to check that out, go to fullmetal-analysts.tumblr.com. But do be warned, there will be spoilers there. That'll be all for now. We'll see you next time on Full Metal Analysts. Until then, stay frosty, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.